Welcome back to the Barca Breakdown. My name is Yusuf. I'm here with my co-host, Adam. Hey, guys. We are now in fifth place, Yusuf. That is a pretty okay way to start the new year, right? With 100%. a 1-0 win against Mallorca with just a decimated FC Barcelona team. We didn't have Dembele because of COVID, Gavi because of COVID, Jordi Alba because of COVID, uh, you know, Danny Alves, COVID, Umtiti and Langlet had COVID and just barely got off the COVID restricted list. And we got three huge points against Mallorca thanks to a wonderful header. You know, finally, from Luke <laughs> de Jong, across uh, from Mingueza, both of them, redemption arc. And then Ter Stegen, of course, made that wonderful save Thank at you. the end of the game. And so hopefully this is a launching point for Luke de Jong, who, you know, we're going to need uh, at some point during the season to put in a goal like today. And, you know, it almost makes him worth it, right? Because that's three huge points. And now we're moving up. The narrative as we ended December was that our title... And top four challengers were losing points, right? Sure. You go into this first match day of the new year, 2022, you have Real Madrid drop points to Getafe. Now they're only eight above Sevilla, and Sevilla have two games to play in hand. You have um, Sevilla hasn't played yet. They play tomorrow. You had Real Batis lose points mm-hmm. to Celta Vigo. You had Atletico, unfortunately, get two today. But, hey, we're in fifth. We just finished match day 19, which is halfway through the season. And things are looking better. Yeah. So what was kind of your analysis of you know, the, the lineup and how Xavi took on Mallorca. And, and let's be honest, guys, there's not too much tactical analysis going on here because, unfortunately, we didn't have that many good players to play. Sure. I mean, it was it was difficult, right? Xavi, you just said, had a really short list of players he could call up. Our bench was filled with all kinds of players we don't see ever. And, you know, in the lineup, we had Ter Stegen, of course. And in the back, we had, it was a 4-3-3, I should say. In the back, we had PK, Araujo, uh, Eric Garcia and Mingueza. And then the midfield, we had Pooch making a debut uh, for, for a long time, really, as a starter. And then Frankie de Jong. And then Nico. Nico. And then in the front, we had, like you were saying, we had uh, Luke de Jong, of course, in the center there as the kind of like striker, the header guy. And then we had Jutkla and then Ilias, which, yes. again, those players don't really play together at all. It's just kind of uh, something we had to throw together. But like you were saying, this is like a crazy 22 uh, 2022 start mm-hmm. the fact that we can win these three points we were stuck in seventh for so long we just surpassed uh to the 31 point mark and one point behind atletico madrid and two points behind real batiste who just lost we're and in striking distance yeah right we're and almost I think there overall the interesting thing about this lineup i mean mingueza we got, got to see start as right back and mm-hmm. uh araujo is left back so again we're, we're playing these players out of position in ones that we've complained about, we've had some gripes for sure about Araujo. Is the right back today? He went on the left side, which was surprising. Uh, and I was really hoping today would be the Frank, the game that Frankie De Jong really took some steam. Unfortunately, again, <laughs> just seemed like you know he's kind of languishing and hasn't taken any steps up since Javi's been manager. But to be so close uh, to top four, which is what we really need to make sure we get that Champions League money next sure. year, so we can all continue this pipe dream of Holland coming to join, not go to Real Madrid, because we saw some scary stories about. Holland and Mbappe being targeted by Florentino Perez, sure. which is just not something we want to deal with. But hey, we have Pedri, uh, Pedri coming back really soon, like really, really soon. We have Fati coming back in the next mm-hmm. you know, two to three weeks here, I think. And then we have Ferran Torres, who we're trying to sign before the Supercopa against Real Madrid. So overall, there's some, some good signs going forward. Uh, I think as you look at the, this Mallorca game, we got to be happy that you know, Ter Stegen has got that big save. Hopefully that gives him confidence. You saw after the save that Everybody PK, Araujo, uh-huh. yeah, everyone's going up to him, celebrating with him, which hopefully will do wonders for him. Um, and, you know, like we, we've mentioned many times, we're playing a lot of young players, right? Some of the subs we put in weren't over the age of 20, 
right? Mm -hmm. So we have a very depleted squad, but to win three points is huge. And I think the only worrying thing continues to be that when teams come against this Barca under Xavi so far and they really take it to us, we do kind of crumble. Right, uh, we've we've said this over and over, but we we've had great first halves, and the second half we we just fall lacking. And sure. I thought the same thing happened today. I mean, there, the the second half did look like one of those times that we've seen under Komen at least, where we're gonna let up a goal. Right, I I felt that the whole time. I but thought that was no almost way. the goal on Ter Stegen right there. Right? Exactly, but they bad. they took it to us that last twenty mm -hmm. minutes. We had to do some time wasting. You had to have Nico come uh, down with a hamstring injury. Yeah. You had to have some other players. Langlet, I think, at one point was on the ground saying he was hurt. And so it's really not a good look for us to have to, you know, waste time at the end of the game. E regardless of all the players being out. I mean, we're against Mallorca, who are not a very good team in La 15th Liga. 15th on the table. 15th in the league. Yeah. And so, you know, it's a little bit of a, a toss-up. And I, what I'm really excited for and what this game really makes me think is I want to see Pedri back in the lineup. I want sure. to see, you know, Fati back. I want to see what... Javi can do with a fully healthy lineup because you do see marginal improvements and I think they're adding up and up. And so today's game is really huge psycholo psychologically because not only did we win, but we went, we won with such a depleted team that I think the team will take this as a boom. And, you know, we're really hoping that to continue the momentum that we had gained at the end of December. And it looks like so far, I mean, three points is three points and, sure. and I think it'll continue. We got to be careful though, right? Because coming into this game, it was, you know, it, we had our fingertips like, not prepared coming in. We didn't know what was going to happen. We had so many variables going on. But the team came out. They performed. They took, I think, 13 shots, four of them on target, and they put away one of those chances, which we really needed. But it was another thing to say that the defense didn't totally crumble after so many uh, opportunities that could have gone Miorca's way because they also had 13 shots go on goal and three chances that almost went in. So in other circumstances, especially with a team that is this young and players we don't see very often, we would think that Barcelona would falter and you know not get these very, very important three points. I think we've been stuck at seven points because of those draws and uh, losses, or seventh on the table, I mean. Mm -hmm. um, but overall, you have to say this is more uplifting than anything the energy is kind of coming back here the players are gaining confidence alive, in each other you yeah know? the They're passion able to is hold there. out yeah the passion no, totally. is there which has been missing for you know i think the last month or two sure. under uh komen and and barwan um well i think th there you know like i said there's not a lot to cover about the game itself uh i i think what i'm most worried about is just how this winter transfer window ends because sure. tomorrow there's supposed to be a huge meeting there's been a lot of these huge meetings i think at the laporta era there's always these big meetings and another big meeting right and so you're not sure what's happening but it does look like rubber's hitting the road here and Dembele and his agent are going to meet with the board one more time tomorrow and try and figure out the issue and honestly from the numbers that I'm hearing about what Dembele is asking they're just way too high for how much he's performed for the club sure. and for even his own value like as much as I love Dembele and think at his best he's a world-class player he's not shown that for more than you I know I think he needs more time to prove those kinds of things to but, ask for but that money he doesn't have he's not going to do that right and sure. I, I mean i don't blame him as a you know everyone's out for themselves and they need to get the most money possible the unfortunate part is our financial situation means that barca isn't the club to give him that sure. right it might be man U, it might be psg it might be newcastle now that they're under new ownership i'm just hoping he bets with the team you know sure. i think the the rumors so far have said that we're going to give him uh merit-based bonuses mm -hmm. and hopefully we can figure out a way to calibrate those correctly so that you know, he plays for a lower wage, but then when he performs, he gets more money. I think he should play for a lower wage and give that
that time to have Fatih Pedri come back, play with that team, play with the uh, the players that are going to make Barcelona in the future in the next four or five years, and be able, maybe he doesn't sign a five-year contract, just sign a one, two-year contract. The fact that we may let him go for free is really the tough part Well, here. so the rumors are, are that if we don't re-sign him, we're probably going to try and transfer him this winter window. Otherwise, like you're alluding to, if we wait till the summer, sure. he walks for totally, uh, yeah. you know, zero dollars. So <sighs> I'm depressed, Deuce, because I love Dembele <laughs> so much. But I, we just the club yeah. can't be held, you know, under the gun for Dembele. Sure. He's just not that level of player right now and consistently for us to give him that money. I'm hoping that he decides that it's worth it and that he sees that we have the building blocks for a great team. Xavi has spoken nothing but just like lonely for him in all the interviews he gives. And so... Let's just pray, everyone. Just pray <laughs> that we do a good job when we get him. And the last thing we need you guys to do is please comment on this video. Let us know your thoughts. Subscribe to the video and get hyped because we have a second half of the season here and the Europa League and the Copa del Rey where we could, you know, get a trophy or two. Sure. I'm liking how things are looking. So let us know in the comments your thoughts. Thank you guys so much. Thanks, guys. Bye-bye.